Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast, your favorite BYU sports podcast, our favorite BYU sports podcast. It's our favorite time of the week that we get to hang out with you guys and talk some basketball. We got some March Madness talk, we got some football talk, we got a lot of BYU talk, and some U.S. men's national team talk. Mm. So we got a whole diverse episode ready to go for you. Before we jump into the content, make sure you follow us on our Instagram and Twitter at LoyalToRoyalPod for fun, interactive Instagram and Twitter content. And make sure you leave a review on this show, share it with your friends, and make sure to download as well. Without, With that being said, let's get to it. Let's boo. Oh, shit. Go Tigers. But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Go over here! Let's back this bullet. We just came out of probably the best weekend in all of sports. Yep, yep, I agree. It's pretty far up there. It was great. We hope you did nothing but sit on the couch and watch basketball and nothing else. I know, that's what I did. Yep. No eating even. Nope. No sleeping even. I, I definitely ate a little no too much. No <laughs> watching basketball even. Okay. Huh? Huh? <laughs> Dan's going off his <laughs> rocker. be contained. Because first and foremost, before all of that, I'm going to ask all of you to grab your scrub brush. Got it. And a drying rack. Mm, And also, the last thing you need to grab is your dishwasher. Because we have housekeeping. All right. Housekeeping. Yes, sir. It's that time again. All right. Let's start off with some proper football. Proper Proper football. Football. Um, RSL. Win another tight one at home, mm. thanks to a pair of very clutch goals, a nutmeg on one oh, of them. Oh, that was, oh, that was dirty. Beautiful. And some immaculate goalkeeping. The goalkeeper yes. saved one where he was like diving and just straight fisted the ball. It was beautiful. Oh, yeah. RSL pick up another three points at home and are now averaging over two points per game at home, which is incredible. That is marvelous. They Shout out to real. Real Salt Lake. Yep. 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 Not real. Uh, yeah, speaking of proper football, we've got the Yanks edition. Mm-hmm. The U.S. men's national team have their last qualifying window this week. Uh-oh. They just called everyone into camp. And there's a few names missing. Some of you might notice. Among them, who's among them? Serginho Dest. Yes. Started right back. Weston McKinney. Weston McKinney, we talked about him, went and broke his foot. Dang it. Um, Brendan G- Aronson. <laughs> Gio Reyna. Gio Reyna might play. He might, okay. He, he just played for the first time for his club. Okay. He's He'll be huge. But we will have Captain America, Christian Pulsilicic, for us. I gotta be honest, I don't know who a single one of those people are, but... 
Yeah. America! USA! I believe that we will win. I don't know whatever else they say at those games. That's Woo! all you need to know, to be honest. Yes. We have Mexico at Mexico. Oh, Ooh, at Mexico. Which, tough game. If I remember correctly, we've never won on Mexican uh, soil. I think we've won at Mexico, but we have not won at Costa Rica. Oh, uh, that's the one. And we have that also this week. Oh, <laughs> sick. And then the some home game, I can't remember who. But yeah, that's this week. We should qualify, but we all know what happened last time. We didn't qualify for the World Cup. <laughs> nope. It was very sad. Yep. And also, a parenthetical note, we had El Clasico again. Mm, yes. The Classic, I believe it means. Yes. Mm-hmm. Barcelona and Real Madrid. A very contentious Spanish derby. Um, the politics there go back... For generations, I hear. Mm, centuries, even. Like the Catalans or something. The Catalonians. Catalonians. <laughs> but Barcelona won 4-0. Their new golden generation is here. Besides Sergino Dest, who pulled his hamstring. But yeah, they're good. They again, are good. All of a sudden. They're very good. They've turned things around. <laughs> that was fast. Yeah. <laughs> who needs Messi, right? Messi who? Yeah, exactly. Um, so, in the way of... Improper football. Yes, improper football. <laughs> American football. The there. football. The football. The USFL.com let us know today that there are less than 25 days. <laughs> oh, I just remembered their old website. USFL2. USFL2.com. <laughs> That's so funny. Uh, but yeah, what they say on their website? It, literally nothing, just that there's 25 days. Until 25, 25 days until the first ball kicks off in Birmingham, Alabama. Birmingham. Birmingham. I cannot wait to watch the Houston Gamblers take down some, I don't know who they're playing week one, but take down some scrubs because they're going 30 million and oh. Off with their heads. <laughs> I'm glad it's starting so early because yeah. we'll get like a little break after the final four and then we'll hop right back into it with the USFL. It's going to be yes. fun. Perfect. There's another American football league here in the States that you might have heard of. Not as cool as the USFL, but we got this uh, NFL kind of thing. Oh. Kind of up and coming, mm. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, uh, but yeah. there are some blockbuster trades going down that we just had to talk about because some of them involve our favorite teams or our mm. favorite teams' divisions. So why don't you guys tell me, you, you're, both of your teams acquired new quarterbacks. Tell me how you feel about it. Do you want to take this one first, Yeah. Um, I can't remember if we talked about this. It's been... A little while. I don't think we had. I don't know we? if we had. No, I don't, I don't think, think we, we did. No. Yeah. Probably, yeah. Well, the commanders went and got their guy, supposedly. <laughs> Is he your guy? Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh, back. Definitely not a top-tier quarterback in the league, but he's had some success yeah. in his career. Yeah. I believe if we put the pieces around him, he can succeed again. Okay. Definitely okay. a system quarterback, I would say. Yes. Mm-hmm. We do have Scary Terry. He He's make fantastic. any quarterback look good. Yes. yes, that's the truth. I'm calling a huge payday for him coming up this Ooh. summer. Okay. Stay Heck tuned. Yeah. Big time. Um, yeah, at first, I was not a huge fan, to be honest. It seemed like pretty mediocre. But especially when you consider the fact that his first year... We're paying him like $25 million or something. Yes. A little bit much. But after that, no money is guaranteed. 
I mean, hey, okay. that Which one that one picture of him in the Washington Commanders like Leatherman's jacket, that, oh. that in and of <laughs> itself was worth $25 million. That's kind of a scary picture. <laughs> you can see how dry his lips creepy. are as he stares into the camera. Yeah. <laughs> Sucking your soul. Carson uh, Wentz. It's definitely grown on me, though. I think it's definitely an upgrade okay. over Taylor Heineken. Although I would like to have him on as our backup still. Good, great, great guy. Yeah. Locker room XFL guy. guy. Sponsored by Bud Light, not mm. Heineken. Oh, yeah. Mm. Okay. But... Yeah. Slight confusion. Yeah. Yeah, Heineken dropped the ball there. <laughs> but yeah, we got Carson Wentz, and um, I I'm not I don't have super high hopes, but I think it, we will be better than we were last year. Heck okay. Yeah. Which can't ask for much more than that. Yeah, that is something that I uh, would be considered laughable to hope. <laughs> um, so instead of going out and. The Browns. We're talking about the Browns here. Okay. Um, instead of going out and trying to put some pieces around their quarterback that led them to their first playoff win in a very long time, the Browns decided to trade a bunch of first-round picks, Uh-oh. as well as a third and a fifth, I think, <laughs> technically, um, for the technically unconvic- unconvicted sex offender, Deshaun Watson, who uh, played for Clemson. That's all you need to oh, know there. Oh, no. <laughs> Already bad juju there. And no, they didn't trade away Baker Mayfield. That's, that's <laughs> the confusing thing for me. You seriously sit there courting other quarterbacks saying, we don't want you anymore, Baker. And then they don't trade him away. We, <laughs> and he wants to be traded. Yeah, he's asking for it. And the Browns just say they will not accommodate his request. What kind of nonsense is that? Baker Mayfield took your poverty organization to the playoffs. And this is how you treat him? Absolutely disgusting. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, just some context. The Browns are one of the worst franchises in the league history. Yep. Yes. They had a playoff drought of like 20 odd some years. Yep. Yep. But Baker Mayfield helped them end that drought. Yes. He's and done a lot even for the won franchise. a game. In he the won a playoff game. And now they are winning. I don't know what they're doing with him. We'll see. It's like. It's like when basketball teams go try and acquire a bunch of guards or something, but in this position, like you can't play all your quarterbacks at the same time. Nope. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. I don't know what they're doing either. Here's my theory. I think the Browns have found their place, and it's not in winning games, right? If they were trying to win for the past 20 years, you can tell they weren't, they weren't doing their job. So, yeah, just to add some... You have to kind of try to be as bad as they've been, is my theory. <laughs> oh, yeah. 14 teams make the playoffs every year. There are only 32 teams in the league. So yeah. that means almost half the teams in the league make the playoffs every year. Yeah. The Browns managed to miss it for 20 years. Yeah. Um, Sad. They were like one of the only teams in the last two decades that didn't have a winning season before they made oh the playoffs. Yep. Um, anyway, they are... The fun in the no fun league. However you want to take that, that's how I intend it. Okay. They mm. are the comedic relief. They're <laughs> like the battle droids in Star Wars The Clone Wars. Mm. <laughs> they know it. They've realized this fact. And they're just owning it. They're trying to make the dumbest, most comical decisions in the league. And they're, they're accomplishing it. I get good laughs out of the Browns. I think it's hilarious. I love rooting for the Browns because I know exactly what I'm going to get every single time. And uh, this this trade fits right. It's it's just another piece in the puzzle. Wow. 
That, yeah, honestly, I can't argue against True that. To form. Well, my Jaguars haven't done anything, as is customary for the Jaguars. The only thing that they've done is leak reports on how terrible Urban Meyer was. Oh my gosh. You know, even more reports now are coming out about crazy things that he said. Basically calling some of his players stupid or saying that they're, that his players were good for nothing except football. So shout out to Urban Meyer for being literally the worst coach ever. But in the division, we have the Colts, AFC South friends, that got Matty Ice. We got okay. the Falcons quarterback coming to the Colts. And I think he's going to be dangerous. I don't know what the Colts are doing. They've kind of gone like with a one-and-done quarterback every year. Phillip Rivers, Carson Wentz, and now they got... You know, Matty Ice. Matty, who's near the end of his career. Yeah, absolutely. Near the, near. <laughs> yeah, near the end of his career. So hopefully Matt Ryan will not do too great and the Jaguars can win some games. But, yeah, that was nice. Yeah. Hopefully he'll bring the choking spirit of the Falcons to, uh, the, Colts. to the Colts. Exactly. And yeah. the Jaguars can we beat the Colts last year, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, okay. in, in London. We did. Right? London yeah. town. Yes. Already. In London town. Well, let's move on to some basketball because we know that this was a loaded basketball weekend. Sure of course, was. we're not going to be talking about the NBA. That's not even a real league. Damn. We're going to talk about the real what? sport, college basketball. In fact, we're going to talk about women's basketball right now. But unfortunately, we do not have very happy news. Mm. Our six-seeded women's basketball team took a very hard loss to 11-seed Villanova in the first round of the NCAA tournament. Yeah. Yeah. That's rough. It's sad. Yeah, I I don't really know what to make of it. Um, it kind of reminds me of football a little bit in the way that they had a really great season, right? Had a couple slip-ups during the season, but they played really well overall and then just come just short of their ultimate goal and then don't show up in the postseason, right? They wanted to win the West Coast Conference Tournament, avenge last year's completely horrendous loss, you know, the, with the clock and everything to Gonzaga. They lose that game, and then they wind up as a six seed, which we all know is very dangerous, and they stink it up in the tournament. So, like, how do we view their season? Is it still a success? I, what do you guys think? Hmm. I don't know. Basketball is one of those weird sports where, like, football, you have an incredible regular season, and it was absolutely worth it, right? Basketball, women's basketball, men's basketball, all basketball, really – College basketball has sold its regular season soul to the postseason devil. Like, the, the regular season doesn't really matter for anything at all except for, you know, getting you prepared for March Madness. I would say that this would be an incredible season for the girls if they had a lot of players coming back. But the, fact, but the reality of the matter is they had a lot of super seniors on this team that this was their last shot. And it must be really disappointing. You know, disappointing for me as a fan, but really disappointing for them that they had this awful off-game and lost this, you know, lost. It was a really close game. They could have come back, honestly, but they were just so off in the field that they couldn't win it. Must be so hard for them because they're not going to get another shot. Maybe it'll bring in better recruiting, but you know, who knows? Yeah. Yeah, I think. I mean, I'm sure they're all disappointed with the way it ended, and it it is kind of disappointing to have such a good regular season then at the end of the day not have very much to show for it. But I do think this season was a success because they kind of blazed trails for the women's basketball program. Mm, I mean, okay, that's true. This is the most successful season they've had in my memory ever. Yeah, yeah I think ever. And I haven't been like super closely following for my whole life, but you know, I know that 
this season was a big step forward for them. They are losing a lot of players, but I think if they can keep that momentum going, um, if their coach can kind of turn things around, prepare the next group of players, then they can build off of this season and hopefully keep taking step forwards as a program. And this season will be a huge part in that. Yeah, I would I would hope so as well. I think, like, the postseason obviously is what it's all about in any sport, right? You know, like, you can win 12 games of football, but then if you, you know, get blown out in the first game of the playoff or in your bowl game, like, it doesn't really matter, right? And the same thing with, with basketball. Um, but I think it's really impressive what they've done. They set a record for average margin of victory at yeah, BYU that's in the season. That's yeah. awesome. Even accounting for their losses, they won games by an average of 19 points per game. Wow. <laughs> Incredible. Um, I think it just stinks that they ended on such a low note. Yeah. Uh, speaking of, uh, my wife McKinley, at the beginning, after Selection Sunday, right after, she said, I think 11 seeds are the most dangerous seeds in the tournament because they're not down far enough for them to be like bad, you know, like auto qualifiers from super small conferences, but they're not up enough to where teams like have to respect them. And she was actually right because this year we have three, we had three 11 seeds beat their six seeds and two of them moved on to the sweet 16. Wow. In the last four tournaments, six seeds and 11 seeds are eight and eight. And so I just wanted to shout out my wife because she called it and it came absolutely to fruition this tournament. She knows. That's insane. Well, even though it was disappointing, it was still a great season. So a quick hand for our girls. We're excited to see what you do next season. Yeah. Um, let's move over to the men's team. Uh-oh. They've been playing in the NIT. The NI what? The what? Huh? Yeah, exactly. Um, the old uh, National Invitational Tournament. What does it stand for? Yeah, National Invitational. Yep. That's kind of weird. <laughs> uh, anyways, their first game was against Long Beach State. Yeah. They actually went really well. It went really well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and also, so yeah, they've won two games, both by double digits. First one by 20, second one by 19. Okay. We've had some players... Stand out, yeah. Namely, our guy Caleb Loner. Caleb, what? We we are the first and foremost yeah. Caleb Loner podcast We've out there. Oh heck been yeah! His biggest fans. We are Caleb Loner diehards. Yes. Anyone who listens knows we're very high on Caleb Loner. Always have been. Yes. Too. Yep. He had twenty points in that first game, nine for eleven shooting from the field. Yeah. Very efficient. Very efficient. Old faithful is what we call him. <laughs> um, he made a three. Yes, he did. One of one game. from three. Wasn't a pretty three, but he made it. Hey, if it goes in, it goes in. It goes in. Bounced off of like seven things, but the ball <laughs> went through the net at the end of it. I don't care if it's granny style or bounces off the backboard three times. It goes in, it goes in. It goes in? <laughs> it goes in. Yeah, the next game we had Gideon George... Go off. Wow. He had 27 points on 10 of 15 shooting, including 5 of 9 from 3. Yeah. Wow. That's a career night for him. Career high on threes made. Career high on points scored. That's incredible. If we can get Gideon hot from the three-point line for next year, because he is coming back next year. Oh, yeah. That's going to be incredible. I loved seeing him after he like would hit threes. He'd like, shake his hand like yeah. it was on fire or something. 
man. Speaking oh, of man. being on fire, shout out to Trevin Nell, who also hit five threes. Yeah. What? He was shooting the ball well. He showed up. Yeah. Trevin got off the bus. Let's we go. shot okay. the ball well from three for the first time all season long. Yeah. It's Love incredible. it. Honestly, I don't know what's what has gotten into our team, but we're playing inside-out basketball, getting the ball into Foose, getting the ball into Atiki, passing it to open shooters, and our open shooters are making the shots. We're not just perimeter-weaving the entire time. Where has this been? I, I don't know. That's the world's greatest mystery. <laughs> Where has this been? You know how our season average was like 12 turnovers per game? Yeah. yeah. We've had 10 in the past two games combined. What? Yeah. We're averaging over 90 points a game. Uh, we're averaging over 20 assists per game, which is unheard wow. of for this BOU team. I, I don't understand. I don't get it. I think the thing that I like most, though, is kind of like we were saying, Gideon George, Trevor Nell, Caleb Lohner, they have all been our big scorers. And guess what? They're all the guys that are coming back next year. Yep. I love that. That Gives is me awesome. lots of hope yeah. moving forward. That I think at the end of this tournament, it will be... Probably very important for our success next season because yeah. we have guys getting meaningful minutes mm-hmm. without as much pressure, you know. Right. We don't have the the loom of missing the NCAA tournament. Now we already did because yeah. we've already missed it. <laughs> now we just have more games to play against real teams, you know, good teams at this point. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And we're making the most of it. Yeah. I will say I was the biggest NIT hater. I was. I'll admit it. I, I still I, I still consider myself an NIT hater. I will hater. absolutely admit it. I'm, I'm still an NIT <laughs> hater to a degree. But now that we're like winning and we didn't just lose in the first round, and especially because now our women's team is out of the NCAA tournament, <laughs> I am way more invested in the NIT, way more invested in seeing how these guys develop. It's going to be a lot of fun watching this. Yeah. Uh, speaking of watching it, you can watch Wednesday night... On ESPN2, I believe. ESPN Not positive like on that one. But you should be watching it in person because hey. it is at the Marriott Center. Yes. Home game. Last true home game of the season. Which for real, for real. Is for real, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it actually is this time. Um, if we win, we go to the NIT semis, which are played in Gotham Square Garden Ooh. in New York City. GSG. Yep, hopefully the Riddler and his buddies aren't there. <laughs> his ten buddies. Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, wait, I just thought of... One more proper football. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> now that we're halfway uh, to the NIT. NWSL, Women's Soccer League started. Yeah. Two of the BOE players from last teams also started. Oh, true. Kayla Coolahan and Cam Tucker both got starts in their first games as rookies. Oh, oh let's go. Love to see it. That's awesome. Keep it going. Good one, Dan. End of proper football. Okay. Can I throw it back in the basketball really quick? Yes, please. <laughs> So the NIT, we are in the Elite Eight right now. Take this as you may. I'm not even sure how this, how to feel about this. We are the only non-Power 6 basketball team in the Elite Eight of the NIT. Hmm. Take that as you will. Okay. Everyone else is a P16. We are the second highest rated team Ken Palm wise. So that's kind of cool. Nice. The only team rated higher than us is Wake Forest. And they're rated like 20 spots higher than us. It's a pretty significant gap. Yeah. yeah, we're the only non-Power 16. Interesting. So, real quick, I'm trying to pull up that Elite Eight. Yeah, go for it. It could be interesting. Maybe this doesn't have it. I know we got... 
St. Bonnie's plays Virginia. Oh, sorry. No, St. Bonnie's ended up winning, so there is one more non-P16. Yeah. St. Bonnie's. Are they A10? They're A10, right? They're A10. So, yes, there are two non-P16s. Yeah. My bad. My bad. My bad. No, that's good. So, I got the bracket right here. Okay. And it looks like BYU, we play, obviously, Washington State. Uh Uh-huh. We'll play the winner of Texas A&M and Wake Forest. Yep. Nice. And then on the other side, we got Virginia St. Bonnie. Yeah. And then Xavier Vanderbilt. Yep. Okay. So yeah. it'd be nice if we could get a revenge game versus Vanderbilt in the championship. Scotty Pippen Jr. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I guess we'll see how it goes. First, we got to win against Washington State. Uh, if you can show up, it's at 7 p.m. on Wednesday. Lower Bowl is already sold out, so tickets are going fast. If you're a student, make sure you get your rock pass in. I, I know I'll be there. Are you guys, are you guys going? Uh, you guys? I have. Two papers due that night, so I might not be, but yeah. <laughs> I'll be there in spirit. <laughs> hey, man, school always comes first. You got to get those papers in. Yep. Just like we cheer for upsets first and bracket second mm, in March Madness. We sure do. Let's get into our March Madness recap, shall nice, we? Nice time, Jared. Let's shout. <laughs> I did my best. <laughs> so, the Sweet 16 is set. We just got done with the greatest weekend in sports. What are you guys' overall thoughts from from this weekend of madness? Um, it's been a delight, I would say. Mm. Just fun. Another thing that I realized when I was talking about how this is like the best time of year going back to high school and pulling it up on your Chromebooks during class. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I feel like the weather always gets really good in Utah around this virtual this first weekend. That is true. Like it's sunny, it's warming up. It probably will snow in a couple of days, but besides that, <laughs> for this first couple of games, it's always really nice weather, and you've got sports on 24-7, amazing games. What a time to be alive. Yeah. What a time to be alive, indeed. I don't, it's, it's been a really fun weekend. I've, I've been able to watch a lot of the games. Shout out to Kevin for letting us, uh, you know, me and my wife come over so frequently to watch the games and everything. <laughs> so shout out to him for that. But uh, it's been a lot of fun watching these games. You know, we've had a lot of upsets. It's been a crazy March Madness. There was the first day was crazy. Second day wasn't crazy. Third day was crazy. Fourth day was crazy. We got a lot of craziness going on. But not there's only one thing that can be the craziest, and it's the referee. (laughs) The referee has been absolutely back schnikey, dumb, crazy. And my dad's a referee, so that gives me even more liberty to make fun of referees even more. Shout out to my dad for that. (laughs) Especially the ref that called the technical foul against Illinois for hanging on the rim on that dunk on the fast break. What a weak call. What are you compensating for, buddy? Like, like, (laughs) what is your life really that miserable that you call a technical foul on somebody that he didn't even hang on the rim? He was just swinging back. You know, let's go earlier. He's gonna break his neck. Yeah, he's gonna fall on his back, break every vertebra on his body. You no fun loving loser. I bet you only called that because you can't touch the rim. You're just jealous. (laughs) Yeah, come on the pod to discuss, please. Yep. (laughs) Wow, <laughs> Justin, tell us how you really feel. <laughs> uh, I the biggest thing that jumped out to me is just I was so surprised by just the level of basketball that was being played. Like I watched Colorado State, uh, Michigan first game, and within like two minutes, I realized BYU would stand zero chance oh, in these games. They're so physical. I don't know, the way they're playing in the NIT, maybe. <laughs> yeah, maybe. All of a sudden, <laughs> the level of play in the NCAA tournament is so much higher. 
than anything I've seen before. Just people are making buckets left and right. I feel like I'm watching the boxing match at the end of a Creed movie or Rocky movie. It's just back and forth. It's a slugfest. And I know we didn't get a ton of upsets per se as compared to other years. We did get a couple good ones. St. Peter's. We'll talk about that later. But the games have been really, really close. Almost all of them. They've been very exciting. And I've just loved how good the basketball was and how close and exciting all of the games were. Um, yeah. I just want to put a picture in all of y'all's minds. Ooh. That's my special. Let me get my cowboy hat. I got yeah. my etch a sketch ready to go in my get brain. Your visual spatial sketch pad or something. I don't remember what that's called. But I visited my brother in Boston over the weekend. Boston? Yes. Boston. Boston. And my flight back was on Sunday. And I was like, darn, I'm going to miss a lot of good basketball, aren't I? But I get on the flight. On my armrest, there's like a little remote pad. (laughs) Oh, baby. Like a little control pad. Like channel up, channel down. I'm like, oh, I wonder what this does. I go onto the channel. There's a guide. You've got um, TBS. You've got CBS. Let's go. True TV, TNT. Everything you could want. So my flight started like at the end of the Duke game versus Michigan State. Which, good game. Yeah, good game, game, good ending. And from that until the end of the Arizona game in overtime, I was watching basketball <laughs> nonstop. <go. laughs> no better way to spend a flight. Shout out JetBlue. Shout out to JetBlue for oh, real. Oh, that was beautiful. That's amazing. I know during March Madness, me and Justin, like Justin said, we were in uh, my parents' basement, like a good a good. You know, upstanding college students we are. Yep. Yeah. In our parents' basement. <laughs> Kevin had quite the setup down there. We had uh, the all bunker. four TVs going. Yeah, yeah the bunker. brackets up on the wall, prop bets. Um, it was great. Uh, Justin and I went to Target and bought a little... Uh, little, a little tykes. A little tykes basketball hoop. So we didn't we buy the off-brand. We bought the good stuff. The good stuff. Yeah. Yes. Quality. $30 plastic baby toy that smelled like baby poo. Oh, oh it smelled awful. It smelled like... It literally smelled like... Somebody bought it, a baby pooped on it, and they said, oh, we don't want this anymore. Put it back <laughs> in the box heck? and returned it. That's yeah. what it smelled like. It was awful. Wow. But uh, we got that so we could act out the plays, you know, like we were five years old again. It was yeah. great. Um, but yeah, it was very, very exciting. Um, there is a conspiracy. The color, the court color conspiracy of last year was busted. It was. It did not hold true. Officially but busted. we have a new one. Mm. And it, this one is the truest I've ever seen. Anytime on a broadcast you see a graphic come up that says Team X has had zero points in this many minutes or scoreless since this time, every single time they show the graphic, that team will score. They will score <laughs> on that possession. It happened every very single possession. time. It probably happened like, what, 11 times? And at like 10 of those 11 times, they scored that possession. While and the that graphic one, was still up. <laughs> and that one time that it didn't, they scored the next possession. Yeah. It was incredible. Wow. So watch for that. If a team is ever on a drought, just call for the graphic, and as soon as you get it, you'll be good. Mm-hmm. So that raises an interesting question in my mind. We're all very familiar with the announcer's jinx. Yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. The broadcaster's yeah. jinx, of course, whatever of course. you want to call it. Shout out Greg Rebell's Twitter account. <laughs> no, deactivate his Twitter account. Delete your account. <laughs> now, how about this? The graphic manager's jinx. Mm. 
Is this a thing we should be worried about? I don't, Jared, as a graphics man yourself for BYU Sports <laughs> yeah. Nation, how do you feel about this? I believe it is true. Uh-oh. I do. I do believe. Okay. Um, I have seen enough this weekend to know that it is 100% true. I, yeah. I, I can't explain to you how much faith I have in this conspiracy. It's faith. It is faith, and it is based upon miracles that I have seen. Mm. So you know it's true faith. <laughs> You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna get Jared to like do the graphics for all of the basketball games next year, and he's just gonna put Gideon George has not hit a three in seventeen seconds, and then Gideon George is gonna like pop it from half court oh, yeah. and swish it. Splash. Every single BYU, every single BYU possession, I'll just be like, BYU hasn't scored in the last thirty-five seconds. Yeah. Let's say we're playing Gonzaga. Gonzaga. Gonzaga scored seventeen seconds Ooh, ago. Get the reverse. Gonzaga going. has the not missed chase. a shot in seventeen seconds. <laughs> yeah. And boom, miss. Automatic miss. You know it's coming that way. Or you could say, Gonzaga has not dribbled the ball off of their foot in the last two minutes. <laughs> the graphic pops up. That would be so funny. It's gonna happen. BYU is gonna go thirty-two and zero next year, and it's gonna be all thanks to Jared. I love it. Jared I love has it. a testimony of the graphic <laughs> manager's jinx. I do. Amen and amen. Amen and amen. Um, something else I saw is that the hot last week principle has held oh. extremely true. This one yeah. is also true. To uh, the, what's the word? Chagrin. Chagrin. Of uh, you guys. <laughs> yes. um, Virginia Tech won their conference tournament, lost in the first round. Tennessee won their conference tournament, lost in the second round. Iowa lost or won their conference tournament, lost in the first round. Richmond won their conference tournament, lost in the second round. Every time somebody from a good conference or a respectable conference wins their conference tournament, you can bet 90% of the time they will lose in the first two rounds. Yeah. Only one national champion in the past like I think it's 7 or 8 years has been a regular or has been a conference tournament champion as well. So, yeah, no, the hot last week principle holds true. Amen. It is true. Uh, should we move ahead to our game of the weekend? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right, Dan, what was your game of the weekend? We had, let's see, 32 and 16 games. <laughs> That's yeah. a lot of games. Yeah. 48 games. Which 48 one was your favorite? Games My game of the weekend might be influenced a little bit by recency bias or the recency effect. But it was the last game of my flight, Arizona TCU. TCU are good, let me tell you. They're good, 100%. They they played close against a lot of good Big 12 teams throughout the season. They did the same thing against Arizona. Even had the lead for a good chunk of the game. They had the lead late, too. Yeah. Arizona are also good. (laughs) Let me be the first to tell you. Um, That game was... Back and forth. Very exciting down the stretch. TCU has a big guy. I don't know his name. I don't know his name. I do not know his name. Number four. But yeah. he is a character, He's let a me baller. tell you. <laughs> he kept getting N1s and would like do a little shoulder shimmy and like flex and beat his chest. Beat his chest. <laughs> he was a funny guy. <laughs> that game went down to the wire. Um, Arizona pulled it out eventually, but that game was very entertaining. That one was a good one. That was a really good one. My game of the weekend probably has to be Iowa State Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. Um, I was kind of high on Wisconsin. I, I was like mid on Wisconsin. I wasn't super high on them. I wasn't, you know, I wasn't super low on them either. Iowa State. I can't. They came into this tournament not so hot. 
many people argue they shouldn't have even been in the tournament, mm. but of course then they're matched up with LSU. <laughs> Oof. And much to the chagrin of Jared, who chose that LSU, even though I explained, <laughs> young players, coaches got fired, Iowa State won that game, and then they went on to beat Wisconsin. You know what's funny about that? Wisconsin is the the Big Ten champion, right? They regular won, or sorry, regular season champion. Regular season co-champion. So the best team, or one of the best teams in the Big Ten, lost to a team that went seven and eleven in the Big Twelve. Oh. Iowa State was literally in. Let me see four, five, six, seventh place in the bottom half of the Big Twelve, and they beat Wisconsin. The Big Ten chokes every year. It's hilarious. <laughs> Unless they're Michigan. Michigan, for whatever reason, doesn't choke. That's real tough. But, yeah, yeah it, I, I thought that was the game of the weekend. It was an absolute slugfest. Kind of slow, kind of ugly. But Iowa State pulled out the dub. Uh, I, I love those kind of games. Just rock fights. Mm. Rock fight. That's good. Uh, speaking of the Big 12, they went 11-3 and three in the first weekend. Not bad. Every single team wow. from the Big 12 that went to the tournament won at least one game. That's yep. awesome. What does that tell you about BYU? You going to the Big 12. Anyway. <laughs> Just something to mull, mull about in your thoughts in your hot tub. Speaking mm-hmm. of you, Grandpa. Um, <laughs> UNC Baylor was my game of the weekend. Okay. UNC. So I, I picked UNC to upset Baylor. And UNC was looking really good. Up 25 in the second half. And then Brady Manick, the lumberjack from who knows where. Yep. Threw an elbow. The flagrant two. That should not have been a flagrant two. Wow. Got tossed for taking out, uh, what's his name, the bleached hair guy. Gets tossed. Baylor proceeds to mount one of the most impressive comebacks I have ever seen. It was incredible. And I was going freaking ballistic. <laughs> I was not happy. I was screaming. I was like throwing popcorn around. I was so mad. Because I had like finally... My whole life, I've never called a good upset. I call this one, and now Baylor is going to come back. I was cursing Brady Manick's name, hoping he would burn in the depths of Tartarus. But in the end, UNC won. Baylor went 1 of 11 from the field in overtime. UNC stuck it out. That game was incredible. Incredible to watch. Baylor is a really good team, but UNC just did just enough to, to hang on and win that one. Yeah, that was a crazy game to watch. It shouldn't have been a flagrant two. He shouldn't have gotten ejected. But honestly, like even if one of your best players goes out, you have no excuse to blow a 25-point lead. That's kind of ugly. Speaking of ugly things, let's talk about the mm. ugly game of the weekend. Dang, we're killing it with our transitions today, guys. Look at that. Yeah, look at that. Let's talk about our ugly game of the weekend. What is the ugliest game you guys watched? Uh, I'm going to go with ugly in the sense of I hated the game. Okay. Uh, it was UCLA St. Mary's. I chose St. Mary's to beat UCLA and to beat UNC and go to the Elite Eight. And St. Mary's just did show up. They got absolutely worked by UCLA. It was a blowout. St. Mary's, you've done it again. I already hated you, but somehow you have made me hate you again. The fact that I had to see Nick Cronin and Randy Bennett on, <laughs> on the, the TV same court. at oh, the same man. time was just absolutely disgusting. Freaking... The, what's his name? Mick Ronan running around with like his hands behind his back, wearing like a nice suit, his little bald head. He looks like an NPC from Red Dead Redemption Two, and you go up to him and like s- stab him and take his money. It made me want to puke all of the caramel-filled M and M's we were eating. <laughs> yeah, surprisingly good, by the way. Yeah, caramel M and M's. Um, I have two actually. Oh, dose. I guess I'm just feeling the ugly games. 
First one was Purdue versus Yale. Oh, <laughs> yeah. If that doesn't yeah. scream ugly, <laughs> I don't know what does. Uh, I don't have much to say about it, honestly. You don't need to say There's not much. much you need no, to Purdue, say. Yale, in and of itself. It was bad. Purdue won by 22. Um, the other one is ugly in terms of... Maybe ugly's not the right word, but the mascot matchup. Oh boy. Oh. Richmond and Providence. <laughs> the spiders versus the friars. Richmond's mascot we've talked about. It's got that fuzzy gray thing with two extra arms on each side coming out of the back, just dangling out. And then Providence is this weird friar with a huge head. And Super a creepy. Tiny body. Very scary, honestly. Yeah, that's kind of creepy looks. Did you guys see the like Photoshop where they like Photoshopped the spider and the yeah. fire together? Oh yeah, <laughs> that was. This is good else. podcasting. We can't show you, but we gotta post it or something. Yeah, we'll post it. Don't I worry. will never unsee that. You can't. Those are some ugly games. The ugliest game that I watched this weekend was Chattanooga, Illinois. It was gross. The fact that Illinois won this game, but. Only won it after leading for only like 15 seconds the entire game. Disgusting. Nobody could buy a bucket for like 37 of the 40 minutes. <laughs> it was simultaneously awful and beautiful to watch a defensive slugfest. I I had Illinois going further, so I'm happy they won, but it would have been nice to see, Ch- to see Chattanooga win it. Yeah, that one mm-hmm. was really close. I was hoping we'd see our buzzer beater there. Yeah, we kept praying for a buzzer beater. We never saw one go in. We saw a couple attempted. Yeah. Didn't yeah. see any go in. I haven't seen one yet. I still think there'll be one by the end of the tournament. Yeah? I do. Um, speaking of buzzer beaters, what was the play of the weekend for you guys? Because there were no like crazy buzzer beaters for an upset, but there were a lot of incredible plays. So, Justin, what was your play of the weekend? May I just say, one of the plays of the weekend was that transition. My goodness, the transitions are on <laughs> fleek this episode. Ooh. Yeehaw. <laughs> My play of the weekend is kind of, you know, there was a lot of crazy stuff. Nothing that was extremely game-altering. But one of the things that I found funniest was Cal State Fullerton's dunk at the end of the Duke game. The line for the game was Duke favored by 18.5 points. And they were leading by 19 at that time. There was like four seconds left on the clock. Duke just kind of sits there. Cal State Fullerton has the ball. They should really just run out the clock. But their guard does not give up. Drives to the hoop. Wide open dunks it, reducing the lead to 17. So everybody who had put Cheez-Its on Duke covering lost a lot of Cheez-Its because that guy had a wide open dunk. Wow. (laughs) Now that's a bad beat. Bad beat alert. Greatest backdoor cover I've seen. (laughs) (laughs) Just a dunk it. What were you saying, Dan? Good teams win. Great teams cover. Great teams cover. That's Cal State Fullerton. (laughs) Great team. They didn't win, but they're great. Uh, what comes to mind for me is at the end of that Arizona TCU game that I was talking about. Um, that game was very exciting. Extremely. From start to finish. Very emotional game. Um, Arizona hit a three like at the last second to force overtime. To come back after I thought TCU was going to pull the upset. And then it went into overtime. It was back and forth again. Arizona squeaked a lead. And then they had the ball again. And... They took a three that would have iced it. Just put TCU out of reach for good. It would have been devastating for TCU. Mm -hmm. But it bounced off the rim and they missed. Now, one of those crazy athletic (laughs) tall Arizona guys comes flying in. Which one? I don't remember which one. He just came flying in, grabbed it with both hands out of the air, and slammed it home. 
That was amazing. It looked like the seas had parted for him. I oh, know. He came flying like he Moses. He came flying. Boom. He got so high. Dunked on the Egyptians. Wow, that was a good play. That was <laughs> that was a great play. Uh, my play of the weekend actually comes from the same game. Okay. That was just that was the, one of the it best was a games. Game, it was man. so good. It was a game. It was a game. <laughs> it was a basketball game. Uh, I'm going to do the one right at the end of regulation. Game's mm. tied, right? Arizona hits that clutch three to tie it. TCU's bringing the ball up. 12 seconds left. Arizona sends a double. Mm-hmm. And the guy tries to dribble out of the trap. Like, tries to draw a foul at half court. Doesn't. Loses the ball. The Arizona guy gets the ball, goes up, and dunks it as the buzzer sounds. But he was at, like, a split second too late. Like, half oh, a second. Yeah. Doesn't count. Always would... lay it in. <laughs> if he would have, he they would have won the game. Yeah, right? right there. But... My focus is going to be on the TCU guy. I think he should have called the timeout as soon as the double came. They had one left. There were like five seconds left, so he could have. you got to call timeout there. It cost TCU their yeah. best shot at winning the ball game, and they did end up losing. But it was a fantastic game all around. It was. So, to wrap up, how are we feeling about these Sweet 16 teams? We got some surprises in there, notably San Pedro. St. Peter's, baby! St. Peter's, shout out to you guys. St. Edert. That's an incredible story. 15 you know that? seed. Let, let's hear the story. Story the, time. Well, first of all, St. Peter's, they, they have a high school gym. They invest like 1% of Duke's income into like Duke's like basketball <laughs> budget into their, or sorry, Kentucky's basketball budget into their budget. But the most incredible thing about it is the last team from New Jersey to make the Sweet 16 was Seton Hall back in the 90s. The 90s. The point guard for that team is now the head coach of St. Peter's. That's dope. So he has brought two New Jersey teams to the Sweet 16, decades apart. That's a cool story. New Jersey pride. Yeah. Um, That game was also incredible. St. Peter's, Kentucky, that was absolutely nuts. No, that was incredible. That was a really good game. And I... Who thought St. Peter's could pull it out in overtime? Freaking St. Yeah. Peter's, dude. That's amazing. But what, they did. What the heck, dude? I'm feeling pretty good. Um, as far as like teams that are actually in the hunt for a national championship, I think it's pretty open. I don't think any of the teams have looked exceptionally dominant, but all of them have looked dangerous. Even St. Peter's and Iowa State, the two like lower seeds, I think they absolutely have a shot at winning the national championship if they keep playing like they're playing. I don't think you can rule anybody out. Yeah, I agree with you. It does look pretty wide open. Uh, for me personally, as long as Gonzaga does not win it, I'll be a happy man. <laughs> I hope their drought continues for centuries. Forever. Um, but yeah, we've got three of the one seeds left. Only two of the two seeds. Uh, two of the three seeds. And three of the four seeds. Besides that, we've got a 11 seed, uh, 10 seed, what else we got? We got another 11 seed, seed, 15. 11 seed. So it's a pretty good mix of teams that yeah. made it this far. Yeah. It's good. Um, my good. pick is Texas Tech still, but I okay. couldn't tell you why. Don't ask me why. <laughs> Switch it from pick. Houston. Yep. Switch it at the last second. All right. Houston is looking dangerous. Houston is dangerous. Looking good. I will say, I love the Miami-Iowa State matchup. Ooh. I didn't think Iowa State would make it this far. I think all three of us, if not two of us, called Miami upsetting Auburn. Yeah. yeah. We thought that would happen. So that's not a huge surprise to me. I think the most dangerous teams left, 
are Duke, Villanova, and maybe even a little bit of Providence. Interesting. Providence got disrespected all year, even though they were playing really well. They're playing good now. They ups they upset in Vegas wise South Dakota State <laughs> University, even though they were two seed. I'd keep an eye on Providence and see how they do against Kansas. Yeah, that's going to be a really interesting that's matchup. A game to watch. Providence is one of those teams that, like, you look at the stat sheet and you're like, they don't do anything really that well. But mm. they win games, and you can't argue with dubs. They exactly, sure do. can't argue with dubs. Also, I just want to give a quick live shout-out to our boy Diego Carlson. Not sure who you are, but you just followed our account while we were on the show, live, recording. So Let's go. We love you, Let's Diego, Diego Carlson. Love you, Diego. Go, Diego, go. I don't know if you're listening or you yeah. just follow the Instagram. Either way, we still love you. Yeah, we heck do. yeah, baby. Uh, let's go to our uh, bracket group. Let's shout out the top the uh, top five and well, ties. First of all, shout out to yeah. the 30-plus brackets that joined. Like This is way better than our ESPN bowl group that like better. four people joined. So Three of them being us. Honestly, <laughs> we love that you guys are interacting more. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, this is a lot of fun. I enjoy being part of this group with all y'all. Yeah, it's a, it's it's good stuff. It's pretty close too. We got uh, the leaders tied. There's three of them. We got Oddsball. That's my dad, Scott. Oh, oh heck yeah! Okay. Shout out, Scott's been doing his research. Oh heck yeah! It's paying off. He also has like the most points remaining out of anybody. He does. So, yeah. yeah. Not by much well. by forty, He's doing but well. it's still smart man. Margin. Uh, next up, we got the Coach K Revenge Tour. That's that's one of Justin's. By yeah. yours truly, Justin yes. Anderson. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then t- the third tie, uh, I'm sweating a little bit. It is if this wins, we get a dog uh-huh. by my wife. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> no way. And she's one of the only people that chose Kansas to win it all. So if Kansas wins, she's basically guaranteed to win. You're getting a dog. So I got I'm sweating. Wow. <laughs> We got Scott Wynn, who is at uh, fourth place, really second place, you know, as he's right. There's three people tied for first. Standing alone in fourth. We got the reference no upsets bracket by Dan in fifth. <laughs> yeah. So those are our top five up until this moment. We actually have a few more people tied for fifth. We got Jared yep. in there. We got Kevin in there. Shout out to Kevin. And we got E.T. Phone Home by CougarFan124. I would like to say that's my cousin Elliot, but I'm not sure. Who the heck is that? Shout out to you, E.T. Phone Home. We love you. <laughs> Uh, how are you guys brackets doing, like, realistically? I mean, how are we doing? In shambles. Shambles? That, the, the Coach yep. K Revenge Tour that's tied for first place right now, that's something I just did for fun, just, you know, because the Coach K narrative. Right. My actual bracket that I tried really hard on is in, like, 13th place right now. So, yep. honestly, that's just the way it goes. The less seriously you take this, the better you do. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my bracket's in 14th place. <laughs> <laughs> right down there with you. I think I may have gotten carried away in some games. <laughs> Maybe got a bit too cute with it, as they say. I got carried away with Tennessee. Yeah. Uh, but my <laughs> reference bracket, which is the epitome of anti-fun, is way up there, uh, tied for fifth, as we talked about. That's weird. I, I must say, um, in this group, my bracket is 14th, but in my Chem 482-583 class group, I'm way up Tied for fourth place. Oh, so, let's go. Average must be a lot lower in that one <laughs> for some unknown reason. And your Chem 42 class? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> exactly. 
Yeah, mine's doing okay. Kentucky really screwed me. I was so stupid choosing freaking LSU. I realize that now. I was stupid with St. Mary's in the Elite Eight. Yeah. That one screwed me. Um, but other than that, I'm doing okay. I'm, I'm, I'm doing okay. I just yeah. hope Arizona doesn't lose. That's my only hope of really winning anything. Yeah, Tennessee really killed me. Yeah. Tennessee, that was, Tennessee, that, that, hurt, that, yeah. that hurt me really bad. Can we just talk about for a second? How in the hell is Michigan the best tournament team in the world every single year they make the Sweet 16, no the matter what league. seed they are? Honestly, I think Jawan Howard must be like teaching them to, I don't know, maybe they're doing what I used to do in high school, like pinching people under the basket, getting <laughs> in their heads or whatever. I would have I put it past Jawan Howard. Oh, definitely not. So, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Ridiculous. Uh, anyway, quick look ahead to this week's matchups. What are you guys excited for? I personally, mm. I got my eyes on UNC, UCLA. We got two blue bloods going up for a spot in the Elite Eight. Both play a very fast-paced, very physical type of basketball. UNC probably has the edge defensively, but UCLA probably has the edge offensively and as far as depth goes. So I'm seeing a real thriller here. This may be the one where we see our buzzer beater. Mm-hmm. I could see that for sure. Uh, one game that I'm looking forward to is Duke versus Texas Tech. Yep. Ooh, I think this will be a very exciting game and a very telling game for Duke. I think if they win this one, they could easily win the whole thing. Yeah. yeah. But Texas Tech may be the best team they've played all year. And this will tell us how good Duke is, how good this young team is. And it'll be a huge game for Cage, or Coach K's legacy as well. Ooh, yes, it will. Tune in. Uh, this one is on Thursday at 7.30 Mountain Time. Oh, my. That's a good one. I got my eye on two games. I kind of already me- I already mentioned the Miami-Iowa State game. The second game I have my eye on is Purdue-St. Peter's. Ooh. Let, let me defend this for a second. Purdue's got... That guy that's like seven foot two. Purdue has exactly. every like, yeah. like literally like ninety percent of the population that is over seven feet tall somehow End finds its way to <laughs> Purdue. Yeah. Not even yeah. sure how. Matt Harms. But here's the thing: <laughs> Purdue has an awful defense. Purdue's defense is rated in the bottom half or the bottom third at the very least of all NCAA. St. Peter's one's a beautiful offense. Mm. Now, can they guard a seven foot two guy? Probably not. But I think they might be able to hit enough shots to stay in and maybe become the first 15 seed to ever make the Elite Eight. I will be cheering so hard for St. Peter's. I don't care that I'm a Big Ten guy. St. Peter's all the way. All the way. America's darling, St. <laughs> Peter's. America's darling. Speaking of darling, speaking of surprises, we have the Sweet 16. We were going to do this at the previous show, but we kind of forgot to do it. But we are going to do a little game amongst us on the show, and we'll have you guys involved on the Instagram as well. We are going to draft these 16 teams. It's going to be a blind draft, so we're not going to be able to choose. We're going to be choosing random teams. Uh Each of us are going to choose five, and there's going to be one wild card. Whoever's team, whoever has the team that wins the national championship, gets a prize. If none of us get it, we all get punished. Yes. And so the winner, the the person that... I say winner, it's really just the lucky person yeah. that gets the winner uh, of the tournament. <laughs> uh, the other two have to buy that person a shirt of that team. So, if it's UNC and Dan wins, we get to buy Dan a UNC oh, shirt. Wow. <laughs> Yay! What a um, treat. <laughs> he doesn't have to wear it this time. But. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, but if it happens to be the one team that none of us got, mm-hmm. we 
All three of us. All three of us. Have to take time out of our precious, precious days in the summer. Yep. We have to sit down and watch a full baseball game with no phones. A whole baseball game. No other distractions. A whole baseball game start to finish. Oh, no. That is like Chinese water torture on steroids. <laughs> okay, who's going first? All right. Uh, let's start with Dan. All right, Dan. Let's see who you get. Let's see who he gets. He's drafted. <laughs> Who With is the it? first pick of the Sweet 16 Papers game thing, Dan has randomly selected Arizona. Oh, Arizona! Oh, no. He got a seed. <laughs> okay. Oh, very lucky. I, I'm picking second. Here goes Justin. I want to go here. Ooh, I like that With one. the that second pick good. of this draft, I have drafted... Duke! Oh, no! no. I got Duke, okay. Lucky. There's no one left for me. <laughs> All right, with the we third pick. <laughs> Sweet 16 papers game thing. I got Gonzaga! Gonzaga. Oh, my oh, goodness! The three. The best teams are like the off three the favorites are off the board already. All right. All righty, my next pick is UCLA. Oh, okay. okay. That's hey, spicy. That's awesome. a pretty weak bracket. That's, that's pretty good. Fun. My next pick is UNC. Okay, oh, you got both right. of those. I guess you match up. UNC. Tobacco Road over here. <laughs> Justin, calm down. I got Arkansas. We can second Arkansas, so I'm already down Must one. Bust. Yeah, you're down All one. Right. Uh, let's see. My next one is Villanova. Oh, Ooh, I like oh, that that's pick. Good. That's I like good. that. I like that. Sneaky good pick. With my next pick, I'm going to take Purdue. Okay. Dang, okay. okay. I'll, right. I'll take it. No comments. Yeah. Okay. Next. I got Providence. 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 I'm not feeling so hopeful about that one. <laughs> uh, next one is St. Peter's. Dang it. Let's Dang go. It. I wanted St. Peter's. I'm getting a St. Peter's shirt. Oh, Dan gets St. Peter's. All right. Next up, I'm taking. Oh, oh switch there. Oh, Houston. Okay. okay. I'll hey, take Houston. That's, that's a sneaky Spicy. good pick. Yeah. I'm going with the one Justin on. Sting, I got Iowa State. <laughs> Rats. All right, this one for me. It's a cyclone. It's Miami. Okay. <laughs> Next up, I will take, with my last pick in the draft, Texas Tech. Ah, oh, that's good. Ooh, that's so you have Duke one. and Texas Tech? I have Duke and Texas wow. Tech, yeah. My goodness. That's good for you. All right. And the very making. last pick in the draft is... <laughs> so who's, who's who left? We have left. We got Kansas. Oh, oh crap. Oh, no. Kansas, Kansas and Michigan. And Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> you better grab be Kansas. I don't want Michigan, though. It'll be Michigan. Yeah, I better... Okay, Kansas. What's it gonna be? Come on, come on, come on, Who was he? Uh, I got Michigan. <laughs> so there's a very real chance Kansas wins this thing, and we have to sit through an entire baseball no. game. No. Come on, Kansas. No. Please. Everybody, please pray that Kansas not win. I don't care. One of my brackets, I have Kansas winning. I don't care anymore. Nothing is worth watching an entire Spare baseball us. game start to finish. Spare us. All right. Um, so, who, how are you guys feeling about your teams? I literally, my only team is really Gonzaga. That's yeah. the only one I feel good about. Yeah, I've got Arizona. I've got Villanova. Those are two good ones. UCLA might might make some noise. Who knows? Yeah. That's yeah, these. a couple good teams. I feel great. I got Duke, Texas Tech, UNC, uh, Houston. Uh, Purdue's not gonna make it, but I feel good about my team. Yeah, that's pretty good. I think it worked out pretty evenly. You know. All right. Well, uh, we will save these 
We'll yeah. post them on the Instagram later for you guys to see. Keep yep. up on. Um, anyway, that was that was fun. That was a good one. Yeah, that was great. Yeah. Now let's talk a little bit of BYU football. We can get really excited for BYU football season now that we're in spring practice. We just want to talk about two things really quickly. BYU just landed the commitment about an hour ago of former three-star cornerback transfer from Vanderbilt. So he's coming from Vanderbilt, coming from the SEC. Gabe, <laughs> yeah, I guess part of the technically SEC. Vanderbilt. Gabe Judy Lally or Lally. I'm not even sure how to pronounce his name. Jude Lally. Jude Lally. Jude Lally. In seven games, he amassed 13 tackles, one tackle for loss, one pass breakup, one interception with a 30-yard return. Nice. Not bad. Not bad. Another fun stat for him. He was tied for this tied for second placed in fewest receptions allowed among SEC cornerbacks with twenty five plus targets last season. See, now that is something that I like. That yep. is substantial. That is that's substantial. On twenty five targets he allowed fourteen catches. Alright. Okay. Yeah. I'm, that's pretty good. Against SEC talent receivers, that's incredible. Yeah. 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 No, I'll take that. I think we will be very lucky to have him. Our DB room is going to be stacked. It's going to be very stacked. Yeah. Uh, we got one other commitment. He's a quarterback named Caden Cox quarterback. Uh, from Utah. He led Ridgeline to a state championship. Senior year, he had 55 touchdowns, two interceptions, nope. over 3,700 yards, and ran for 208 and three touchdowns. We were watching some of his game film this week. He is actually really good. Like, his arm strength is there. Mm-hmm. Accuracy is there. Level of competition, not quite. But he looks very promising. Yeah, he looks pretty good. And he's a winner. Went 13-0 and and then won the state championship. So, wow. Good for him. Yeah, he's the guy. He's basically Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> yeah, I, d- don't speak that blasphemy. I don't want Trevor Lawrence anywhere near my team. I would file a restraining order. <laughs> already has one in Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want that. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. Make sure you check us out on Instagram and Twitter at Loyal2RoyalPod. Make sure you leave a five-star review, maybe with a question, and we will address it here on the show and give you a shout-out. We love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. If you're listening this far, make sure on our latest Instagram post that you comment, sticky note. Yep, that's it. (laughs) Love you guys. Thank you. Enjoy March Madness. (laughs) 